You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into the Hump Day edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number you'd like to get in on the show with us this morning. Uh, the Twitter account at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors. No matter what the project is this season, whether it be a pier, a deck, a fence, a pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection for rot, fungal decay, and termite attack, so it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. If you're going to build, build it right. Head to your local dealer and get the best for your next outdoor project. And remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. If you go to yellowwood.com, Dad, you can find the dealer that is closest to you. Maybe you could go build you a, although you couldn't build a deck in your backyard. You don't really have a backyard. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm um, okay. Uh, several things very quickly. Uh, Barry Odom, outstanding defensive coach at Arkansas and uh, former former head coach at Missouri, has been named the new head coach at UNLV. Good look for Barry. He's done a good job over there. Glad to see him get back as the head coach. Herschel Walker lost last night in, in the runoff, election runoff. Um, Ornick won it, so Herschel is out. A uh, block charge call at the, at the at the buzzer. Georgia Tech uh, beat Georgia seventy nine seventy seven. I believe it was uh, Georgia Tech's okay. Georgia's not very good. Uh, so good win for Georgia Tech. Arkansas played like a pack of dogs. They shot sixteen percent from the three. Shot twenty threes and made six, had sixteen percent. They beat North Carolina Greensboro. Uh, you know I, I mention all the time that. Um, uh, there are five teams, I think, that are really good. And I mean, the three A's in Tennessee and, and Kentucky. I think of those five, the two best teams are Tennessee and Alabama. I think the other three are in name only. Naturally, they'll win some games, of course, and probably be NCAA teams. But I don't think they're, I don't think they're what they're quite up to be. I think Alabama and Tennessee are probably the best two. Illinois came back and beat Texas. Good win for them. Um, I don't know if you know it or not, but we've got three teams in the state of Alabama that are going to bowls. Sanford's playing for the national championship at at North Dakota State. Meant to get him on. Haven't done it. Uh, they'll play Friday on ESPN. I believe it's at uh, 2 o'clock. Troy will play uh, UT uh, San Antonio um, uh, December 16th, and UAB will play down at the Bahamas, they'll probably spend some money since the coaching staff's last trip uh, at 10.30 on the 16th. So those are three three teams that that we need to mention that have done well. Stanford had 11-1 record, and uh, Troy was very good, and UAB was 
good as well. Um, that's really about all I have. The, the big basketball games in the state or in the in the SEC will be this coming Saturday. Not many prior to that. It's coming Saturday, you'll have a fairly good slate. Yeah, I was looking at that this morning. Uh, we'll really get a maybe a little bit of gauge. You got uh, LSU and Wake Forest playing over in Atlanta. Uh, Alabama takes on Houston at two o'clock on ABC. Valpo, who's not having a great year, good old Miss Auburn. They will also be in Atlanta taking on Memphis, so they're playing a doubleheader over there with LSU Wake Forest. And then I didn't realize Kansas. Uh, I didn't realize that Missouri was nine and zero. Uh, so Kansas will travels to Missouri uh, at four fifteen. So a pretty good slate of games. Uh, a lot of these teams that these you go to Maui and you play all those good teams. And you talked about Arkansas last night. A lot of these teams have a hard time now getting up for these uh, so called teams that don't have a big name. So you see some performances like you saw. You just gotta you just gotta win those games, right? Just get through them and win them. Uh, you just can't lose them and take bad losses. That's the most important thing this time of year. Yeah, you, you know the bad loss is not going to cost them NCAA wise. They play well. Like they've got a good team. I just, I just don't think that they play quite as well as everybody's carrying on about. And and uh, I think Kentucky is way, way short of. I think they're, you know, they got the big guy inside, the little guard from Georgia's a good player. They don't shoot outside real well. They don't shoot a lot of them. Um, I, I think Kentucky will. Is not as good as Alabama or Tennessee right now, personally. All right, uh, guys, I'm going to uh, give a guy a title. Uh, JT Daniels is going to be our poster child for what's wrong with college football uh, right now. Fourth out. JT Daniels is back in the portal. He must love the portal. The portal must be like heaven to him. He is back in the portal. I guess he's a graduate. Uh, Joe, I don't know how he keeps – he said you could do it one time, uh, though – I hear Paul Tyson's back in the portal. I think they'll fight it. But USC, Georgia, West Virginia, and now he's back in the portal. Says he wants to go in somewhere where he can help his NFL stock. Well, maybe you're the problem, not the school. Uh, that is the problem with all of this. That this guy can even – it is even possible that to play for four different schools. This tells you the state of college football right now. Yeah, it does. It's a uh, it's a mess. Some people in the media think it's cute, but because they have a lot to talk about, it's like you're talking about it today. But uh, I just I think it's anytime you're able to opt out very quickly, um, you know, some things don't go just perfectly. They never do. And when you're in athletics and dealing with dealing with teams, dealing with coaches, and trying to get your education, those kinds of things, it's just just doesn't work so he's this is his fourth trip to be out uh i forget what percent of them do not get a school at all when they when they transfer it is a certain percent and i don't know that percent i I heard it yesterday but just because you opt out doesn't mean you're going somewhere now most of the time in the media the the main guys they get another place we talk about it but there are a lot of places who you don't get a don't get a scholarship somewhere else, and then a lot of times they don't they can't go back. So it, it's it's you better be darn sure you know what you're doing when you do it. And then the other poster child for screwing around with football is on three now. They're you know Shannon Terry and his group they've sold rivals and they started two four seven and they sold that and now they've started on three and they have this 
Till daddy and own three that it goes in and it uh, will calculate how much each guy's worth in NIL. Give me a break. How do they even know that? And it's the quarterback. And I'm not going to get the number exactly right. If anybody has, I would never pay for it. Uh, but if anybody has, you can look it up. The quarterback from Clemson, DJ Uwongalele, who is not very good, said that his value was around $365,000 is what his value was. And that Haynes King was like right below him, the quarterback that was at uh, Texas A&M. I don't believe that. Do you believe Well, that's media, that's media people trying to make money off of you, off of, off of John Q. Fan who, who wants to see that and argue about it and talk about it. So the media is taking you for a ride on that deal. That's ridiculous. Would you, if I were DJ Uangalele, I wouldn't be going anywhere talking about NIL money, uh, the way I played. Um, and I'm not saying he is. That's just what they're saying that he's worth. And I, do you believe these numbers that these people are throwing around? I've talked to some guys. They told me, like a couple of these Clemson basketball players, they said, You see that guy over there? Yeah, he's, he's getting 300 and something thousand. I was like, What? And these are people that would know. Do you think these numbers are being inflated when everybody talks about NIL, NIL, or is this? There's not that much money to go around for all these yeah, guys. Yeah, I, I think it, I think in most cases they are. In some cases, maybe they're not. Or maybe there's a hookup there with people that have known them for a long time, known the family, and can give them money and get by with it. I, I think basically um, it, it's inflated, uh, but I, I don't you know I don't know what percent, but uh, it's probably quite a bit of it uh, inflated. I heard yesterday I was traveling to my game and I was listening to uh, the noon show and I heard uh, uh, Christian Miller and, uh, you know, who's pretty young still. He's pretty fresh out of college. He really, really good, good guy, really smart, uh, really well-spoken. He he was actually disgusted with what – He's like, when when I first came to Alabama, and I'm sure he wasn't talking about cost of his living and all that. I'm sure they paid his, if he was in the dorm, and they ate their three meals a day. He said they got like a hundred and something dollars a month. He said, and we made it, uh, you know, and he just kind of was blown away by what these kids think. they. And he's just, he is still a kid. He's probably 26 years old. Uh, so I think even the generation that just went through it that didn't get, the, I bet you the guys that went to Alabama, they even won these national championships. When I were looking back at these guys, when they didn't get anything and how hard they worked here, they're probably rolling their eyes at these guys as well, don't you think? Oh, sure. Think of all those people that paid, played in yesteryear to come back for homecoming. <laughs> they're sitting there scratching their heads even more so. Uh, you know, they're, they're thinking about, we were so lucky to get $15 a month. <laughs> and uh, now this is taking place. So I, I, don't, I don't have the answer to it. It's um, I, I don't you know I don't want to get on here and be so negative that you say it's the ruination of college football or basketball. I, I just think that there's a lot of steps to be taken to straighten it out, and uh, I think even when we curb it, if we if we set a rule about uh, and we already set one that's not used, um, most of you know that coaches go in and find out what that kid is making and then tell him he's going to make more in another place. Um, their uncles were calling them and telling them you need to get in the transfer portal because so-and-so really wants you. you, need to come over here. And I don't think we'll ever, to some degree, ever stop that. Uh, maybe we can curb it a little bit, uh, but I'm not even sure we can do that. It, it's not 
not best for college athletics, but um, we'll see. Well, good. You know, I, I heard somebody call in Gary, and they asked what I was talking about. They didn't phrase it right. I, he said, "Put a put a cap on how many kids can leave a school." That wasn't what I said. I said, "Put a cap on how many you can take." You can take tw- in football. You can take twenty over a two year period. Basketball, you can take four. Then they, at least that meant not that Alabama can only have ten guys in the transfer portal. They go out. You can't ever control that, but uh, you could control coming in. But if he's if these stadiums start getting half full because people are just tired of guys moving around and uh, you know they don't really know the players anymore, cause it, can that affect it? When if you start affecting the bottom line at these universities, with well, oh, sure, the the Stanford's, the Vanderbilt's have already been affected. And, you know, you're gonna turn to, to me and say, well, who cares? But they, see, people do care. Um, and a lot of graduates at Vanderbilt would like to see their teams good. Stanford, their coach had enough. He's 88 and out the gate. And so, you know, you have to have certain grades to, if you want to transfer to a school of that magnitude in academics, then you, you know, you have to be able to do so. And they're not, go, they're not going to take it, take you just because you're a good player with bad grades. They can't do that. So, you know, there are other schools I haven't mentioned that on the same, on the same deal. So it's, uh, Would there ever be a scenario if you were a coach? I think there's certain positions that you can play multiple guys. Would you take a guy, a quarterback, that only had one year? No, according to what I had coming back, coming in, what I had there, and what I was trying, who else I was trying to get. You know, if I was desperate, I might. But if I wasn't, it wasn't just absolutely desperate. I don't. All right, let me ask it another way. If you were Nick Saban and this quarterback from North Carolina, I don't know how, what year he is. Uh, if he wanted to come to Alabama and you got these two young kids here, you got the young kids you signed coming in, would you take a guy like that? No. Yeah. Be interested to see if, yeah, if Alabama did. Uh, I, I would I would agree with you. No, I would not. Because I think that's one position. Your freshman year. Excuse me? The Drake May, he just finished his redshirt freshman year. So he could play one more year, and then he could be eligible for the draft. Uh, so, in essence, you would think he's probably going to play. If he keeps playing like he is, I don't know what, how he's projected in the NFL. Maybe have one more year. Now, that kid could have multiple years. He might be one you looked at uh, there. But, uh, of course, three years in, they're they're out the door. All right, we'll take the break here. Phone lines are up at 205-342-9904. Two-minute truck at 1330. Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Whether it's local, out of town, out of state, let the professionals handle it. 205 247 5050. Two men and truck movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, authorities are telling me the wreck on 2059 eastbound at exit 89 may be cleared by 8 a.m. this morning. Right now, major lane blockage and delays back to 86. If you see conditions, give me a call. Towns of Nissan is in the Christmas spirit, the spirit of giving. They're giving you great deals. Go see them. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. 
Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning, a major crash has occurred on the eastbound lanes of I-2059. Multiple vehicles are involved and traffic is backed up from Mercedes Boulevard almost to the rest area. The inside two lanes are blocked. Injuries have been reported in this accident. Captain Ray will keep you updated on morning traffic. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free, 24 hours a day. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa Locksmith sells key remotes, remote fobs, smart keys, car remotes, and black rifle coffee. They also do laser engraving. Tuscaloosa Locksmith, just off 15th Street behind the... Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Warm December weather continues for the rest of the week. A mixture of clouds and sunshine today. A small chance of a shower, the high 75. Tonight fair with the low at 59. And tomorrow, partially sunny, the high in the upper 70s at 79 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 68 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. When the sun goes down on my side of town, that lonesome feeling comes to my door and the whole world Pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, you don't want it. If you go to the website there, they got a gallery there to give you some great ideas to build the five-star backyard. And when you do it, make sure you use the best. And it's pressure-treated pine from Great Southern Wood. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, uh, Barry, Coach. Listen, uh, Coach Wimp, they really fired up over in Florence about their new coach. Well, we haven't played any games yet. Yeah, good. Honeymoon. I mean, they like they like the choices. I, I know they haven't played any games, sir, but uh, they fired up. It. They like. Yeah, they like Bryce, Bryce, you ever been, Bryce, you ever been married? Yes, sir. Were you fired up on your honeymoon? Yeah. So are they. It's the honeymoon right now. Well, I know that, Barry. But, uh, you know, everything is just so out of round, like y'all keep talking about it. We talked about this for two years, what's going to happen. I mean, uh, I often wonder and think about what Coach Bryant and all the other old coaches would think about all this crap. They wouldn't. They they wouldn't take this laying down at all. Yeah, Coach Bryant wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. But times change, and uh, you know, I think he would want the players taken care of, but he wouldn't want all this other shenanigans going on. He probably want everybody that he probably would want them taken care of, but he probably would want everybody kind of getting maybe the same. Hey, we're going to give you 15, 20, right. uh, whatever, you know, so. Well, uh, did Houston win last night? Did who? Yeah. They didn't play. Yeah, yeah, they beat somebody about 30 something, 70 something to 42. Well, and we'll, we'll see what we got this weekend. Won't we? <laughs> it'd be a uh, nice test. The basketball. Yeah, it'd be a good test for them. Uh, but so, uh, anything? 
you talking about this Drake May kid? Uh, well, I was, just using him, I was just using him as an example. I have no idea if his kid's going to the portal. But go ahead. Well, you know he, you know he committed to uh, Alabama and and backed out and went to North Carolina. His dad played at North Carolina, and his uh, brother, uh, his dad did the same thing. What my friend said, a good friend of mine in Charlotte, which used to be a referee, and his son played at, at Clemson, was telling me that. That this kid, uh, you know, is uh, is really something special. You know, he's. It, it, I just this Heisman thing, Barry. It just bomb from Bryce Young didn't get invited. I mean, uh, you know, he had the I mean, injury. I, I just think they. It's hard to get back there. Uh, man, he can go because he's a Heisman winner. So you think he'll go? I mean, I I don't, I don't know, but it just. It, I mean, you know, I'm not a Stetson Bennett fan. Of course, he's he's on his, a team that makes him look a lot better than what he is. But uh, that's my opinion. You know, not everybody agrees with me. Why do people want to care? Why do they want to take a guy who runs his team, does what his team needs, and criticize him? I have never understood. I'm that. not criticizing him. I mean, he's not all that in the bag of chips, is what I'm saying. He Barry. is too. Yes, he is. They lost, they lost a whole pile of people. They lost a whole pile of people this past year, offensive and defensive people. They ain't got the same team back. I mean, one of the things Bryce has been able to go in Georgia plays in big games, like the, the, the big games. When you're over there playing in Atlanta in a national championship game and this guy performs, you had not seen him. Now, the quarterback for uh, Ohio State, you can take him out. But this guy performs in the big games. Well, especially the guy from Ohio State. I mean, I don't, it's, just like, it's just like the big four, the, the final four that they picked. I mean, it, it, it's political. I don't care what anybody says, it's political. You know, so I don't believe it. Like people talk about the final four. It's all that they got what they want. Is, no. They had certain things had to happen. Clemson lost. Tennessee lost. Alabama had two losses. USC lost. It, it just paved the way. It was not political. It just, that's how it unfolded uh, to get these, the, for those teams to land there. Coach there was Will? nobody else to put there. What do you think, Coach Wimp? I don't think it's political at all. I don't think the committee's great, but I think they got the right people to the right places. Well, I mean, I'm not saying Alabama deserves to go, but oh, well, I hope State, you're not. I hope you're not. And, I, and I'm the, not, but but yeah. but Ohio State doesn't deserve to go either. Who, who, you, who, you who you gonna put in there? Who you gonna put in there, Bryce? You gotta have four, Bryce. So who you gonna put? Uh, unfortunately, you gonna give somebody a buy? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not. No, 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 I, no, I, no, I, no! Stop, stop. Who are you gonna put in there? If you're not gonna put Ohio State. Tell me who you're putting in there. Well. I mean, Barry, it's not, it's not, it, there's only one obvious choice, and, I, and I'm not campaigning for them, but they deserve more than Ohio State because of that. Well, Wait a minute, you didn't, you, didn't, you, didn't, you, didn't name the te- you didn't name the team, Bryce. Who'd you, who'd you name? Don't say Alabama, Bryce. Guys, uh, I mean, I, I'm not rooting for Alabama to be put in there, but out of all those teams, that we're talking about, who you think would give Georgia a better game? Well, you, do, you, do you think if you live in California, you'd say that? I don't know, Bryce. I mean, you're just talking now. But Bryce, I thought when Alabama had a week off for all their problems, 
and they had a week off to get ready for LSU. They had a week to take care of all their problems and get ready and go to Baton Rouge and beat a pretty average LSU team. They couldn't do it. So why do people always say now, you, well, they give Georgia a game. Well, they couldn't go beat LSU with a week off to get well, ready. And I, and I agree exactly what you're saying, Barry. I'm not I'm not saying they need to be in there, but Ohio State don't need to be in there. Well, then well name somebody, right? <laughs> name somebody. Quit yakety, yakety, yakety. Name somebody. I mean, it's unfortunately, and, and I, I'm not here. saying this to campaign it would be <laughs> Alabama, but however, over Ohio State, because of strength of schedule no. and the way they get hammered at home. I no. mean, that's, that's my it personal was, opinion. Well, the the committee that. told you it was a seven-point game in the fourth quarter of the Ohio State and Michigan, and Michigan's ranked number two in the nation. Uh, so, yeah, Michigan beat them, uh, but they're ranked number two. They, you know, they're acting like Michigan State went in there and whipped them. Uh, it was Michigan. Well, I don't like Ohio State being in there. There's nobody to put it in there in their place, Bryce. Yeah. I Alabama agree, I agree with you, had an opportunity. I'm not, and everybody says, oh, you're, you don't like Alabama as much as you used to. I said, that's not true. It's nothing to do. I just try to be honest. And they had, did not play themselves into the Final Four. They had a chance. And you you're can't, right. You can't watch your way into the Final Four most of the time. Ohio State got to, but they were just lucky. If USC would have won, they were done. Uh, so they got well, lucky to I, get in. Hey, y'all talking about North Dakota State. That, that game played in Frisco. Is the championship I game already here? I never talked about North Dakota State. I don't even know what you're talking about. What do you mean we were talking about North Dakota Sam, State? Y'all, Sam, y'all said something? North Dakota State is playing Samford. Oh, yeah. Samford? Samford. 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 Oh, Samford. It, Not Stanford. Okay, you're talking about the team in Birmingham. Yeah. 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 Well, I did not know that uh, – well, a good friend of mine is from North Dakota. That's why he gives you all yeah, that he, information. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, well, I caught the tail end of it, guys. I apologize. Right. What, what I'm trying to say is well, y'all they, they're just like the Alabama. <laughs> they're, they're just like Alabama, guys. Uh, they lost, they've had two losses, two. and everybody, uh, North Dakota State, they, they're like Alabama. had two losses, and they thought everything was coming to far a good friend of mine I met when working for Cabela's, he's from North Dakota. He works in Nebraska in Omaha. Uh, what he did with Cabela's, and that's how I met him when, I was, mm. when we went up to the uh, factory. Mm. But however, he, he's like a North Dakota State. He thinks everything's coming apart, you know, because a guy from Kansas State used to be there. Yeah. He coached, I think he won two or three championships. All right, but, Bryce. Uh, All right, Bryce. All right, baby. That's, uh, they're like Bryce. Alabama. They think everything's coming apart. Bryce, we, Bryce. Love, we love you. We just pick it on you this morning. But you can't say Ohio State shouldn't be in there and not give me a legitimate person to put in there. Uh, and there's not anybody. So they didn't. They probably didn't deserve it. But you, they're not going to say, all right, George, i tell you what we're going to do. There's nobody deserving. We're going to give you a bye to the national championship. You don't have to play anybody. First in Maine. Go to first in Maine condos.com a three bedroom three and a half bath washer and dryer included stainless steel appliances joe all granite top countertops all electric energy efficient internet and direct tv provided for free now i got both of those at my house direct tv and uh, internet it cost me about 280 something dollars a month so that right there's a huge season 10 foot ceilings Large patios with upper-level river views, easy access to the river walk, gated property with security cameras, located in historic downtown Norport, right down from City Cafe, right down from Billy's. You're a 
stones throw across right there to downtown Tuscaloosa. You could jog to Bryant Denny Stadium in five minutes and be down there with no problem. Give them a call today. Tell them you heard on Inside the Locker Room. Get one month's rent free. 205 657 7465 or go to firstdomaincondos.com. JC is next. You listen to Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama Sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide Sports Update. Nine Alabama players were named to the 2022 coaches' all-SEC teams. Nick Saban spoke on players potentially opting out of the Sugar Bowl. Will Anderson has added more hardware to his trophy case. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, authorities are telling me the wreck on 2059 eastbound at exit 89 may be cleared by 8 a.m. this morning. Right now, major lane blockage and delays back to 86. If you see conditions, give me a call. Townsend Nissan is in the Christmas spirit, the spirit of giving. They're giving you great deals. Go see them. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a long-term contract to get access. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with deals like 75 tonight fair with the low at 59, and tomorrow partially sunny, the high in the upper 70s at 79 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 68 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the season never ends. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com for all their products and services. And remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, get to the Yellowwood hotline. He's the owner of the bigspur.com, has the podcast uh, with Mike Morgan uh, each and every week. Joins us every Wednesday. Sometimes we flip it to Thursday, but we always want to get him. JC, Sherbeth, good morning. JC, how are you? Morning. Morning, guys. Great to be with you today. JC, what is the, uh, it was just a one-time rule, and this is not a fair question. If you don't know, uh, I should know this. I know in football you can sign 25. They have the gray shirt, which I don't really understand, all the different things. So sometimes people go over. Um, but now you have so many guys going in the portal. Are they saying if you had 10 guys go to the portal and you needed to sign a total of 35 or 40 to get to your 85, you can go over that 25 now for one year. What is the rule on that? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know that it's permanent, but they, they suspended all of it. Uh, so in other words, we're back to the old rules. <clears throat> I thought that was a ridiculous rule anyway, that, uh, you know, it was basically, uh, when I was covering national recruiting at rivals back in the mid two thousands, the, there's some Big Ten propaganda, right? I think Ohio State fan or somebody put this thing together called oversigning. And so what they would do, they'd look at the commit list, not the not the signees or, or the signees list, right? And they just 
multiply it, you know, add it up, and then say, well, this is 122 guys, so they're cutting 47. Um, and and there's no, there's no context with that. I mean, it was uh, a lot of um, a lot of the guys that in the South uh, they used to like Houston Nuts signed 37 guys one time, <laughs> and and we the reason he did that he was an old Miss and. Many of those players were guys that Ole Miss wanted to sign kind of symbolically uh, and place in a junior college. Because, uh, you know, Mississippi has the junior college system. Sure. Uh, there are very few guys getting cut, like, uh, because they couldn't play. I mean, you know, you, you've heard the term run him off or whatever. Uh, and there are guys that, that certainly that happened to, but it happens at every school in the country. Um, so everybody panics, of course, because, you know, I guess the Big Ten. Uh, as we found out during COVID, you know they're the the beacon of virtue and uh, no, you know what's right and all that. I guess I say that sarcastically. Uh, and so the SEC sort of caved. Said, "All right, uh, the NCAA was like, all right, you only get twenty five initial counters." Um, and then when the portal came along, I mean, it was already kind of a hamstring kind of thing. I, I'm not in favor of any rule that denies opportunity. Uh, and it's amazing because, you know, you, you hear how much, you know, the NCAA preaches inclusion and, and all this other stuff, but it's, uh, it's very restrictive because, you know, you, you could not sign a guy and place it. You couldn't sign him and say, you know, well, if you may, if you're close, you can come on in, you know, if we have room, um, that, that was sort of eliminated, you know, cause coaches just couldn't take the risk cause. You sign twenty five, and then three of them don't make it. You only gonna get twenty two in that class. That adds up over over time. Sure. And so when the portal came, and they were still sticking to the stupid rule, uh, you know, teams were like losing half the roster and couldn't replenish it, and all that. And so they kind of decided, you know, common sense finally prevailed here after what uh, twelve years or so, and uh, they're back to saying, all right, you can sign as many as you want, but you just can't go over the 85. And so that's uh, that's the situation we're at right now, and that's with, with transfers and everybody. I mean, they they did, uh, I guess last year they adjusted where you could go seven over, uh, but now you can, you can, as long as you're under the 85, you're good. Uh, before Dad jumps in, if you were some of these schools like Ole Miss, uh, I don't know, Mississippi State, maybe Florida, maybe even South Carolina, and Alabama's losing all these guys to the portal. Nick Saban them probably saying, all right, whatever happened to so-and-so guys that they were thinking about offering, but they got somebody probably better, so they they didn't. Those guys haven't signed yet. Uh, let's go back in there, you know, and these guys can, you know, Ole Miss and these guys can do a great job of recruiting the kid, and then Alabama can come in to last out of the ninth, and because it's Alabama, they can flip these kids. Do you think we're going to see a lot of that uh, here in a couple of weeks? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty common. I mean, Alabama, you know, I, the one year they did not have the number one recruiting class, or, or I guess they didn't have it last year because A&M was number one, but uh, they went to, they were like eight, right? Uh, and, and I think it caught them off guard because cause what they would do is wait till after the playoff, and then you look around and they had space, they'd say, well, we like this kid, he's committed to X school, and then they go flip it. And that was uh, that was part of it, and uh, you know I, I think that with the early signing period they had to kind of adjust that a bit, and they did. Um, but then this year, as we move forward, yeah, there, there could be with the portal and everything else, you know, there could be a uh, some flipping that goes on. Um, 
you know. So you, you're always, you know, in recruiting, there, there's a lot. You know, schools can't take everybody. Georgia can't take everybody. Bama, Ohio State, they can't take everybody. There are a lot of good players that could play at Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State. Maybe start, maybe thrive. Uh, you look at the NFL numbers, not every kid is from one of those three schools. Um, and so what you want to do is if you're somebody else, you're kind of holding out hope that, <laughs> you know, the kid doesn't get the offer. Especially like if you're miss, like old men and you, you've got an Alabama kid committed. Uh, I think the, the Judkins kid, for example, you know, last year, let's say, you know, he's committed and hadn't signed yet and, all of a sudden, Bama, Bama needs a running back. Auburn needs a running back. You you, you really sweat that, especially with the in-state yeah. schools and uh, the powerhouses. Yeah, no doubt. That. Uh, in your circles going around these conferences and co- talking to coaches, what's the consensus on coaches that uh, they have a kid going in the portal, but they're also playing in a bowl? What's the – is there any – one reason to go ahead and play them, uh, let them go. Any feelings? Uh, any, anything? I'd like to know that. Most of them, that I know, are they're not. They just leave the team. I mean, they're, they're, they're like not necessarily the school because a lot of places are in final exams right now, right? But uh, you know, they, they, I think they have to remain on scholarship. But no, it, you know that that's that's bad for your morale if you're going to go play a game. I don't care if you have to line up walk off. You know, you don't want somebody out there that's about to head to somebody. And with the, the rules, you know, there's nothing. I mean, you could have awkward situations, kind of like the, the coaching situation with Cincinnati Louisville. Uh, yeah. They're playing yeah. 11 days yeah. in Boston, and the, the Louisville coach went to Cincinnati. Uh, you could have some real awkward situations like that, especially if the kid picks the team you're playing against in the bowl. And so – most of them are just letting them go on. I don't know. I, I, there's no rule that says you can't play. I know. I know. Um, but there's no. There, I mean, but I think most say, "All right, well, you're off the team because that's what you decided, and, and we're going to move on." Yeah, we we were talking about maybe a kid that you wanted to save, like a Drew Sanders last year came and you and he explained to you it was playing time, it's nothing other than that, coach. Well, let's. Hey, let's go through the bowl practice. We'll let you practice. We'll, we'll play. Uh, uh, look at your options. I mean, and you, a guy you want to save. It's a delicate situation. I hear what you're saying. Hey, you're leaving. You're out of here. You're gone. Uh, but sometimes a kid maybe does have a story there, and you, but you don't want to lose him. Uh, I think sometimes you, as a coach, you may have to be able to wiggle a little bit to handle each situation uh, as it comes instead of having one hard set rule there. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, and, and that's that's probably called good coaching, Barry. I mean, it's uh, you know, a lot of and a lot of coaching in college nowadays is, is going to be player management, personnel management. I, I I don't know. I think I think we'll probably see some of these programs that that are ahead of the curve most of the time restructure to where there's maybe some personnel that that's their job, you know, is to keep your current players uh, intact and monitor that situation and and monitor the transfer market and rumors and everything else. It's like you need recruiting guys, you know, so there's, there's, uh, but I, I think every situation is different. I mean, we, I think we tend to, as fans and analysts and media to, to sit there and think there's, they're all robots, right? But they're not, they're human. And so, and humans change their minds. Humans have changed their heart. Humans have 
unique reasons for their actions. And so I, I think that that's a, a smart approach to take, that delicate approach. Yeah. Uh, JC, you know a lot more about the NIL than we do. Is this being blown out of proportion, how much these kids are getting? I, I saw on three, I know they have the little deal where they try to estimate what each kid's worth, and they're saying DJ Ungalele, whoever, how you pronounce that now, is worth, I don't know, upwards over 300-something thousands his worth. Is a guy like that that hasn't played great at Clemson, but he's played in some big games. Is he? And then it's a big position. I get the quarterback position. Are, are guys like him making that kind of money at these places across the country? No. Uh, not, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pay him anything. Honestly, I mean, he's not that good. No. Come on. He had one good game. He had a good game at Notre Dame that they lost. And during the pandemic, during a season where nobody played defense and he had, you know, loaded skill talent around him. I mean, I've seen that kid play a bunch. I, I don't know. You know, as a South Carolina person, I'm sort of glad they didn't go to the backup a couple of weeks ago because, uh, you know, I'm not saying they would have won uh, anyway. But, uh, you know, he's just – and look, I heard rumblings about this. I, you know, before last year, last spring, there was all kinds of talk from my Clemson friends and contacts that he was disgruntled, entitled, whatever, you know. And I don't, I don't want to, you know, the kid's really respectful in public and stuff. I don't want to like attack his character, but, but I think, you know, if you're Clemson and, you know, you're, you're kind of new to the let's go recruit five star quarterbacks out of California game. I mean, unlike Alabama, who's had West Coast guys before, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think sometimes when you're that far from home and you're that highly recruited, uh, and you're in that type of place, which is nothing like California, um, you know, you're probably going to feel like you know they should just should, just should be happy that you're there. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I, I think that's the case there. But on the on three uh, valuation thing. I, when they first started doing it, I was a little bit like, oh, God, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. this is just going to, people are going to have, they're going to have a reference guy. But I think they tend to, you know, what they do with that formula, my understanding, I don't have firsthand knowledge of it, but is that it's a lot about name recognition and uh, social media following, uh, a little about performance and things like that, where, and, you know, I think that's a true. Uh, they kind of stay true to the name, image, and likeness, what, what it really is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in other words, like there, there's some players that have a higher valuation that aren't necessarily that good, and there's some really good players that don't. Uh, and it's kind of based on name, record, social media. Position, I think, factors in, too, because, you know, your quarterback, uh, if you're the quarterback of a good team or a popular team, you're gonna, they're gonna ask for you first, right? Hey, let's talk to the quarterback. So, uh, in some ways, it makes sense. Now, w- would I, would I set up a deal for that kid for that kind of money to come to my school? No, no, not right now. Yeah, that. Are there coaches who who warn their players that they go to the transfer portal, they won't have them back? I know there's a percentage I heard yesterday of a percentage of those who don't have a scholarship at all. The transfer portal yeah. doesn't take them, and they don't take them back. Is Tell our listeners if there is a percentage or is there a thought, a thought about that? Oh, yeah. I'd say, uh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, every situation's unique. Like, I know Jalen Moody went back to Alabama last year. Um, but if, you, if you've if you got a kid that isn't playing a whole lot 
and uh, you know jumps or, or a kid that is that jumps in the portal for more money or something like that. Yeah, because um, he wants to get paid. Yeah, you cut bait. And look, that's fair. And I guarantee you, the same people that were screaming for all this chaos, you know, in in the interest of justice or whatever, I think they're going to start screaming about the players being victims because the coaches won't take them back. Yeah. And 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 I think at that point, you're making you know because I, I think there's a lot of vilification of college coaches because of the money, uh, and and the, slightly because they're in the South. You know, and some most of these other people are based out of other places. Um, it's a, it's like a disdain, it's cultural disdain, I think. But uh, they, uh, you know, uh, you do that now, you're making coaches' jobs really impossible <laughs> because you have to be able to fill those spots, right? So how do you know? You know, kid gets out there, he doesn't get any offers. You got to take him back. He's dead weight. He's not happy. He's not playing a whole lot anyway. I mean, that's going to really disrupt the chemistry of your team. Now there's some circumstances like Jalen last year, you know, he was said to be a starter. They wanted him back. So fine. No harm, no foul. Yeah. Is the, uh, are, the, are the Stanford's and Vanderbilt's 88 and out the gate because you can't, you can't get in that school. You tra- try to transfer there. They can't take you because you probably don't even try, but they can't take you. They can't, they can't enhance their, their rosters because of their academics. Is that, is, I know that's not, I just named two schools. That's not many. But Vanderbilt is in the SEC and, you know, continues to be at the very bottom of the – having won two games this time. Um, speak yeah. about that. They, they're they going to have a tough – I mean, they lose their quarterback and their starting running back. Boom, right out the gate. Um, Vanderbilt's going to adopt a different approach from what I've heard. Uh, for example, they're not even recruiting 2024 kids right now. Um, they're kind of like going to be the – the team that tries to find fits with late risers and things like that that qualify. Uh, I think there's certain certain kids they can hit the portal for if they can get them in. Um, it's probably it's easier to transfer into a college than it is to get in out of high school too. But you know it's a uh, you know them and Stanford both. I mean it's a it, it, it's a challenge because you know you, you star there and then you start thinking about how hard it is academically. And school B that you know you're, you're not playing in, in in front of a crowd where it's smaller than Hoover High School, you know <laughs> you know that's enticing for a ball player, yeah. um, and so I you know just I, and I have I have some some contacts with Vandy. I kind of feel bad for them because I think they put that they really raised the roster this year and probably a pretty good team you know comparatively uh, to where they were left to where Clark Lee inherited it, but. Um, you know they 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 they're they're actually look for them to maybe adopt a, a drastically different approach with all this because it it is going to be hard for them to hold on to players. Can you imagine? And and Dad knows this, JC. I'm sure you're familiar as well. You know these guys transfer; they got to have certain hours uh, to come. I guess it seems like now it doesn't matter. The guy can transfer and be immediately eligible. But a lot of time, there's a big rub. Between the coaching staff and the admissions people at the schools, uh, what grade is you going to take? Are they going to count that as a social science? They got to look at it, and the coaches are pushing these people. Well, wait a minute now. Uh, hey, Florida can, Florida can get him in. We got to find a way to get him in. There's going to be a lot of headbutting between admissions and coaches with these transcripts to get these guys in when certain teams in your league can get them in and certain can't. 
Oh, yeah, Barry, you were in South Carolina. <laughs> you know all about that admissions department. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why in the heck they, uh, you know, I don't know what, where that particular admissions department, what planet, and it's gotten better through the years, but I don't know what planet they're on. You know, South Carolina isn't necessarily Vanderbilt or the Ivy League, uh, and you got to compete against teams that have friendly admissions, including, you know, the in-state rival over there, and then, you know, there are some, too, that, 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 that bow up. And, look, man, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that if you're serious about football, uh, and, and some coaches talk about this, the alignment, the alignment, you know, um, straight president on down. And, and I think I think that's when coaches talk about that, that's part of it. You know, hey, are you – you're expecting me to go win in this league and the teams I got – and our kid that wants to come here that can help us, uh, you know, the other teams in this, other programs in this league, universities will let them in. You know, we don't for whatever reason because of some, and most of the time, Barry, it comes down to an interpretation of a class. Yeah. Like we had yeah. Eric Hyman told us we could not recruit Murphy Holloway. You can't recruit him, but yet he went to Ole Miss. But you can't recruit him. You can't offer him. You can't recruit him because of the academics. And we lose the guy to Ole Miss. And you get killed for it. Well, your AD wouldn't let you recruit him, so people don't know those stories. Yeah, I get, well, that wouldn't have happened under the current AD. That 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 previous AD there was—I don't know what planet he was walking on half the time. Either good at building facilities, so. yeah. Um, you know, yeah. And everybody acts like he's a hero. It's just ridiculous. But uh, yeah, I mean, and that—that's what gets me. It's not, it's not necessarily that Vanderbilt has different admissions. I mean, everybody expects that, but it's. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, the schools like South Carolina that don't make any sense. I've, I've heard Florida's had issues before, um, you know, uh, and, and all that. You know, if you're going to expect coaches to win, uh, you need to do everything you can uh, to help them. And, and I'll say this, it's, uh, you know, it, it's interesting because most of the time you're talking about one class or two classes. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, again, I get back to the thing. Everybody preaches in college these days about inclusion. Well, why are you letting one class keep a guy that you know out of your school when it could change his life? You know, I, I, I don't get it. I mean, look, I understand the guys if, if it makes straight F's and doesn't you know just isn't college material. I get that. But uh, if somebody's close, man, you, you should give them the benefit of the doubt uh, if you actually believe your quote unquote mission. That you put out, now, and my guess is most of them don't. I think there are a bunch of elitist snobs that, if if athletics were not bringing in cash, they probably would never even watch a game. Yeah, I, I mean, how many how many more years you're fixing to leave out of here? How many more years for Nick Saban? I keep looking toward 2026 when they play out West Virginia. That's okay. been a little theory of mine that that game. Okay. You know, you think about coming full circle or whatever. Yep. Yep, uh, good point. They're going to Mountaineer Field. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right, but I think he's having conversations now with Miss Terry that he probably haven't had never had. Like, hey, I, every time more guys go in the portal and all the different things going on with the NIL and all that, he's probably going back. Hey, I, this, I'm about done with all this stuff. I think those conversations. I think a lot of coaches do that, and, yeah. and I think you'll see more college coaches. Whereas used to college coaching used to be, you know lighter than the NFL. Um, I think in college, you're going to see a lot of assistance. Like the minute they get an opportunity to go to the league, 
they are because it, you work more hours during the week, but at least it's all football and you don't have to babysit and worry about all this other stuff. You know, it's, uh, you know, the, the people that want to vilify coaches, uh, you know, they, they've got their way. And so it makes their job infinitely harder. I don't like it at all, but uh, that's just kind of the way of the world now. All right, JC, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, we got a JC and Morgan podcast popping later today. It's on Apple Pod, Spotify. Uh, Mike Morgan and I will, will talk about the playoff and championship weekend and look forward to the bowls and a lot of other subjects like the transfer portal, so you don't want to miss it. Thank you, JC. Thanks, JC. Man. All right, Dad, tell them about uh, Constant Companion where you take the take your puppy dog. Well, Alma Hospital over at uh, on the Narrows on, on 280. I uh, went over there yesterday and uh, 50% off on your first visit. And if you've got a cat or a dog or whatever you've got animal-wise, if you'll call them at 635-0313, make an appointment, tell them you heard on uh, Barry and our show, uh, 635-0313, you'll get a uh, half price, and they'll take darn good care of your animal. Also go awesome to, to www.alabama1.org for all their products and services. The people out there are just outstanding. So whatever you need, they'll sit down with you. Everybody's got a different uh, financial situation, and they'll find the best solution for you, whether it be the mortgages, the credit cards, uh, the car loans. I know cars are big now. They're hard to get, uh, but you got to get a loan to get them. Great Christmas gifts. So go to www.alabama1.org to get the process started. Swing by one of the local branches here in the Northport in Tuscaloosa, really throughout the state. We also want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. The 7 o'clock hour wouldn't happen without them. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Bill Cameron will be with us at 815. We'd love to have your phone calls, 205-342-9904. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, authorities are telling me the wreck on 2059 eastbound at exit 89 may be cleared by 8 a.m. this morning. Right now, major lane blockage and delays back to 86. If you see conditions, give me a call. Towns of Nissan is in the Christmas spirit, the spirit of giving. They're giving you great deals. Go see them. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Main wreck is on the south side of the tracks. Report of male driver late 20s, severe injuries. Copy that. Can you see the vehicle? No, it's way up there. 100.9 and steaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. All-State Insurance. Andrew Kniffer. Andrew is my agent. I love working with he and his staff out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard. If you're looking for auto, home, you need condo, renter, motorcycle, boat, ATV, life, business insurance, whatever you need, Andrew's got the solution for you. He'll find the best deal possible. Dial 
zero one. Nobody likes insurance until you need it. And Andrew will make sure you're well taken care of. Once again, 205-722-9201. Dad, when I was working with Coach Odom, he was a really nice guy. Coach never wanted to he didn't ever want to tell the kid that he had, we had to, we needed a scholarship. And so whenever we'd say, coach, look, we, so-and-so can't play. Like we, we got to get rid of him. He would always make us do it. So we'd have to, have to call the kid in and say, Hey, we got to use your line. Uh, we got to find you somewhere to go. Is this not working out here? Do you like playing? The kid, there's no right answer for the kid. If he says no, then you don't want him anyway. If you don't, and if he says yes, then you say, "Well, you're not going to be good enough to play here, so we got to find you somewhere to go." But I think, and coaches used to get a lot of criticism for running guys off. That is one positive. That is pretty easy now to go in there and just tell a guy, "Hey, you need to get onto the portal." Uh, running guys off not is not near as hard now as it used to be uh, with with the way things are going in college athletics. When you used to fret about it. Now it's easy just to go in there and tell that guy, you're you're not coming back, go to the portal. Yeah, well, the media doesn't use it against you either. Yeah. When the media, when the media doesn't use it against you, then it doesn't hurt your recruiting. Uh, it's just part of, uh, that's what, as, as they say, that's just what goes, in college, goes on in college athletics now. So once the media gets a hold of things that they want to bust it and wear it out, you know, it, it, affects, it affects your program somewhat, it affects the parents of the, kid who might be coming to your school is um is aaron judge worth 40 million a year he just signed a agreement i know i got 90 or 360 uh well, that's, yeah. that's 40 million yeah you don't, don't you think he's worth more than that uh yeah the figures, the figures sound big 360 million but when you divide by nine i i, I flunked math in three states but that ain't the 40 41 million or something uh some of these guys are getting well, three hundred sixty divided by what? Nine. Joe, what is that? Forty, 40 million. Forty million a year. Uh but for nine years. See, a lot of these guys are getting you know, eighty-two million for two years. Yeah, you get eighty-two million. They're getting forty-one million, but you're getting it for nine years. It's the years. So if I'm hitting, if I'm hitting uh, ten home runs a year, my last two years, I'm still getting forty million. <laughs> yeah. But you're getting forty million a year for nine yeah. for nine years. I'm getting my last two years. I've, my last two years, I just got old. I can't play as good, so I just, I'm, I'm averaging about ten home runs a, a year. How old is Aaron? Okay, Let me ask Siri how old Aaron Judge. Hey Siri, how old is Aaron Judge? You know, you can do that. He's thirty, so he'll be thirty nine at the end of the contract. He'll be on. He'll be. He won't be as fast. This guy's a freaking nature now. As big as he is and can run like that. Uh, Jenny's all worried. I know you're not a Braves fan, but she is in love with Dansby Swanson, and she's so worried they're not going to re-sign Dansby. I'm telling her they're not going to sign him, and uh, she's worried about that. Would you re-sign Dansby Swanson, Joe, if you were the Atlanta Braves? you keep up with the Braves at all? Oh, no, I wouldn't re-sign him. He's a bomb. He's terrible. <laughs> Dad, would you re-sign Dansby? I have no idea. Hmm. I don't know. Come on, guys. All right, you have the Braves. Dan Swanson's a shortstop. He hits for power. Uh, his contract's up. I don't know. Uh, they got a little young whippersnapper there they brought in. They were playing at second base there. That's a rookie. 
but it doesn't cost as much money to keep him. So I don't know. So you're thinking that he left some money on the table, Aaron Judge? Yeah. I think I think when you look at three hundred and sixty million, you go, Oh wow, woo wee. But uh when you when you divide by nine it comes out to forty. So when did we when did we get to the point we didn't think forty million a year was a lot of money? Well we we just gotten to that point some several years ago. <laughs> yeah. That pro bur- basketball play, pro basketball players are getting more of that, aren't they? That uh pitcher for the Astros is going to the Mets, is that right, Joe? He's getting – he's 39. I think maybe he's 40, right, Verlander? Yeah, Verlander signed a two-year deal, right? For what, $84 million? Yeah, yes. So would you – he's at 30, you know, 39, 40, getting a two-year deal, $84 million, something like that. Is that a good deal? He's got his wife to take care of him. Oh, yeah, true. Well, Tom Brady's wife's supposed to take care of him too. Um, Tom Brady's wife's 88 at the gate. But does all right. So in that situation, where she's worth a lot more than Tom Brady, does she have to pay Tom Brady alimony, Joe, and pay him child support? Well, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, this guy's used to a certain style of living, Joe. I think that that might be one of those situations where you both walk away and say, "They got that big house, Mine's Joe. mine, and yours is mine." They uh, got that big house. They got what's his name's house. Uh, it's not a house. It's Jeter. a home. Yeah, I think they're sell out of that. It. Sell it. I think they're out of that. They sell it. They out of there. So if you're they're, Tom, you they're, don't in a par- they're in an apartment. They had to sign an apartment. They're at first in main condo. Two bedroom. Two bedroom. Uh, so he getting? He's not getting out. You don't ask for nothing if you're Tom Brady. I wouldn't. I just walk away. What if she asked for something? I'd tell you, we're walking away. <laughs> See my lawyer. Them lawyers are hoping, hey, bring it to me. The, the lawyers want you to fight. Y'all know that, right? They want you to fight. Yeah. They don't sure. want it to be. No. They like it when you fight. Because what does sure. fight do, Bill, my, uh, Joe? Fighting. If y'all fighting, what's happening? You're raising your billable hours. Yeah, there you go. So, mm-hmm. um, there it is. Well, 40 million is not bad for nine years, but, I mean, it's, it's, you know, Income tax gets it, and all this kind of gets it. And you get what if Bryce called in and told you forty million wasn't enough? You'd get mad at him. Uh, no, I, I would agree with that. You'd agree with Bryce. Mm-hmm. Bryce oh, didn't man. give us a. We got Jenny told me we were being too. Bryce mean, does, the, but Bryce Jenny does said we were being too. About. Jenny said we were being too mean to him today. Well, no, I know we weren't either. But. Give us a give us a give us a give us an answer. If you don't give us a statement, give us some kind of answer and he couldn't. Well you gotta back it up too. You can't just say Alabama should be in there. because uh, we don't believe that. And Every time I saw Jenny overseas she was eating. Yeah. <laughs> they were going to Germany, her mom and sis- sister, a bunch of them yesterday or day, yeah. two days ago. Mimi, who's his birthday today? Happy birthday, Mimi. But she's in Germany. So she is getting on the subway. Her bag gets kind of hung up as she's rolling in. She falls oh forward. She hits whoever's in front of her who hits her. They said it was like dominoes falling in the subway. They went about 12 deep of people falling. <laughs> So I just text her and ask her that I need to get her a wheelchair. What did, what did they say? There's some lady from Alabama that and so, Yeah, and then she had on a big diamond ring, and some girl stood up and started holding her neck. So I don't know. All right, get to the uh, Alabama One Hotline and get Where Dina on in. What's up, Dina? Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Good. 
Hey, he doesn't think forty. He doesn't think forty million's a lot of money, Dion. This guy must be rich. Well, man, look if I if I win forty million, I still got to stay at Mercedes for the insurance there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we, we gotta have our. You know, we gotta keep on the same level we're used to living on. But That's right. Lord, some of this money they're throwing around. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I will say this on the on the Tom Brady thing. I think they got like three or four houses. She's gonna get the huge one in Florida. He's going. I don't know. It's one forty million dollar house, so she's keeping that one. He's gonna keep. I mean, come on, you know, you got fifteen hundred houses. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I think they went in. I think the prenup took care of all the money and child care and all that kind of thing. But the houses, I think the assets was the only thing they got with both of them's names on what they're going to be fussing over. But I say give her everything, walk away, see y'all later. I mean, he's going to be making. They're both they're both rich anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, she's richer than him. But, uh, she got more than him. Oh yeah, that's the bad part. She she came into the deal with a lot more money than he had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So who, who had him sign uh, the prenup? Her or him? So I don't know. I think it's a mutual. You know, the lawyers step in there. That's a mutual agreement on the lawyers there. There you go. There you go. Uh, but no. But but on the on the thing here with with the uh, you know players transfer portal, the NIL and all that. And I know the guy, one or two guys I work with, they kind of hate the thing that I I bring up Coach Saban a lot and all this thing. But we're kind of going to see. I think over the, maybe this season and the next, we may start seeing what Coach Saban tried to warn everybody about with the NIL and all this. Take. Take this DJ Ugalugi, whatever his name is from Clemson. He he signed some NIL deals. They uh, for Clemson, people around that area over there, a couple of hundred thousand here or there. They're not going to get that money back. No. Are, are we going to see a situation? I think I think even you and, and Coach Sanderson even said the same thing. <clears throat> are these <clears throat> are these guys? I would say investors, but are these huge college? Uh, people are going to start saying, look, I'm not going to give you any more because the kid's going to leave anyway or possibly leave if he don't get his way. Well, plus you got to win. You know, if you're giving a guy money uh, to play, you want him to win and you want him to perform well. If you were giving money to DJ, and that's not his fault, but he didn't play well, would you be saying, man, uh, I feel like I wasted my money in this situation. So there's going to be a lot of that going yeah. on as well. Yeah. Well, we yeah, already think in – it's, we've already got an effect on the bowls. It's already a big time. He he stated that. Coach stated that some time ago. It's going to ruin the bowls, and I don't know yeah. that it's ruined the bowls, but it's hurt the bowls. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like well, they they said it pretty much. Oh, DJ at Clemson had already pretty much told some of his players around him that he was going to go to the transfer portal, and go back to California. If I'd been Dabo, I said, okay, I heard that already. Stay your buddy here at Clemson. We're going to move on without you. If you're going to leave anyway, I'm not going to take you to the championship game. I'll play the other guy, which it might be the reason why he's half, he he sort of halfway played. My dad said he didn't like he wanted to play anyway. But I don't know. I just say in the future, you're going all these folks giving the money, giving the money to be a part of the program. You're going to have it at Alabama, Auburn, all the schools are going to have those and in, in alumni guys who always wanted to be part of the program by giving money or whatever. Sure, but. Are they going to start saying, you know what, if these guys are just going to get their panties in a wad and leave? Um, but I don't know, it's kind of like a guy, I can't remember who the gentleman was yesterday that was on with Ryan, and maybe if y'all talked about, I'm usually at work right now, I can't hear y'all. Um, you know, 9,000 players already in, or 900 players already in the transfer portal, and only 40% of those guys are going to find a new place to go. So they're pretty much just throwing away a college education because they got their panties in a wad or. Our mom and daddy says, "Look, you need to go somewhere else so you can make some money or play ball." You know, how would you feel? How good. would you feel, Dion, if you were? And we got to get to break. If you were at Texas A and M, one of the assistant coaches there convinced you that you got to get us 
we got we got to get this recruit. We're going to lose him to Alabama, and you get some guy that did absolutely nothing over there. Uh, that's got to kill the relationship there, doesn't it? Uh, when you <laughs> it's going to sour. It. And it, but then again, though, you know, you got you got assistants coming in and out. They're going to be leaving too. In some cases, yeah. like Alabama, but yeah. you know, yeah. in the end, it's going to end up. They'll be more. I guess you can say they'll be more cautiously investing in certain programs. There's certain players you're going to be like, hey. Yeah. This offensive lineman, he's not going anywhere. He's going to be here for three years. You know, yeah. you may, you may, and I, I, I hate to keep saying invest. You keep invest. You're going to invest your money in players that are like, you know what, this guy's going to be here. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of him. But I don't, I don't know. There, there's, there's like right now, you know, a safe bet would have been on on Bryce. A safe yeah. bet would have yeah. been those guys know, are going to be taken gotta, care of. But that's who the rule was kind of set in for. That's what NIL because he's earned it. That's what. But oh, they're, yeah. they're talking about guys that come in <laughs> that haven't earned it, and you're offering them. Couple hundred thousand dollars. Bryce has earned it, uh, but you got to come oh, and yeah. do it. Thank you, D9. We got to get yeah. out. Appreciate you, my man. Thank you. All right, uh, we're going to get to Bill Cameron here. Royal Cleaners making life easy for you. Pick up and deliver. You give them a call 205 391 They'll come right to you. Pick up the de- laundry. Get it all cleaned up. Deliver it right back. You're going to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road, 205-391-0034. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Royal Cleaners for all your cleaning needs. Listen to Tide 100.9 NC Home of Alabama Sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Wednesday morning. Recruitment and retention of firefighters and police officers in Tuscaloosa is being made more difficult by a private pension plan that does not reward years of service. The city is discussing a switch to the retirement system of Alabama that does. TPD Chief Brent Blankley pressed the City Council Finance Committee to make some progress on the issue. The 4th District's Lee Busby introduced a resolution supporting action at next week's council meeting. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. I'm Don Hurt. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, we got a major crash 2059 eastbound near the Mercedes exit number 89. Traffic backed up for miles on the interstate. You might want to get off at exit 79 and head over to US 11. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Now's the time to take advantage of Christmas savings at Towns and Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Tuscaloosa Locksmith sells key remotes, remote fobs, smart keys, car remotes, and black rifle coffee. They also do laser engraving. Tuscaloosa Locksmith, just off 15th Street behind the fire. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Warm December weather continues for the rest of the week. A mixture of clouds and sunshine today. A small chance of a shower, the high 75. Tonight fair with the low at 59. And tomorrow, partially sunny, the high in the upper 70s at 79 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 69 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, we got to gabbing too much. I'm sorry, Bill. We'll get to the Yellowwood Hotline. Yeah. ESPN 106.7, the drive down in Auburn, Opelika. Our favorite, good. our favorite Auburn guy ever, Bill Cameron. Good morning. Well, you and Sonny, Bill. You and Sonny, Bill. <laughs> Bill Cameron. Oh man, now, I'll take a back. I'll take a back seat to Sonny. That that's fine. How you guys doing? We're good. We're doing okay. Bill, tell us uh, as best you can uh, what you think about uh, who he's going to hire as the staff. I wish I knew who uh, a couple of them are. I'm, you know, that that's that's a lot of. A lot of what we've been talking about and speculating, people are wondering, you know, does he know who the coordinators are? Because he's hired a lot of guys on defense. When I look at the defensive side of the ball, I think the only thing missing right now is a coordinator. So I would think that Hugh Freeze knows who his coordinator is going to be because he's hired the whole staff there that are going to work for him. On the other side, the offensive coordinator hasn't been named. I don't think that's as big a deal um, because it's going to be Hugh Freeze's offense, but um, it's it's been interesting because Auburn really hasn't released; they haven't officially announced anybody since the opening press conference when Hugh Freeze um, uh, mentioned, you know, announced that Cadillac was staying on as the associate head coach. Nobody else. It's just been uh, some some tweets from the the personnel themselves, like yesterday. Uh, Wesley McGriff, who's been at Auburn a couple of times, this will be his third time at Auburn, he tweeted out that he's the co-defensive coordinator and secondary coach. And, huh. you know, we'd, we'd heard he was going to add, be added to the staff, but Auburn hasn't announced it yet. I guess, I guess the plan is to wait and announce the entire staff at one time, but, but the, the, I think the most interesting one is who the defensive coordinator is going to be right now. I mean, there's been, speculation. I mean, Barry Odom had been mentioned, of course, he got the UNLV head coaching job yesterday, but there's, you know, there, there have been a few names mentioned. Uh, Travis Williams, who's Gus Malzahn's coordinator at, at um, Central Florida. Charles Kelly, who's right there in Tuscaloosa. And uh, Zach Arnett of Mississippi State are three names that people are just talking about, but I have no idea you know, all those guys are recruiting for their schools where they are right now. So I don't know when's the when's the right time to to make these announcements. Yeah, uh, I saw something where Calzada said he was going to come back, and then he had a meeting, and all of a sudden he said, "Well, I think I'm going to get in the transfer <laughs> portal." Uh, sometimes these yeah. kids can think one thing, and then they have a meeting, they realize maybe what they think about themselves. The coaches don't quite think the same. Uh, is that kind of how that went down there, uh, Bill? That that's what I heard. I heard Zach uh, Zach was expecting to go in um, for a meeting with Hugh Freeze and was sort of directed down the hall to player personnel. <laughs> so it was sort so of you're like, not even worthy oh, of the head yeah. coach to meet with you. Yeah, yeah, you can just go down there and talk with these other folks about here's what the plan is for the off season, and you know you're you're not one of the the main people that's meeting with Hugh Freeze. So so yeah, so um, man, the transfer portal it it it's crazy with all the players that are in there. Um, Auburn hasn't had that many players go in. Calzada is probably one of the more prominent guys that's gone into the transfer portal. I guess the most the the, the player that played the most for Auburn who's in the portal right now is Keandre Jones, uh, who started a few games at guard and has said he might come back just depending on the coaching staff and and things like that. The rest of the players, I think Auburn's had ten go in, but most of the other guys have been in the program for a year or two and really haven't gotten much playing time. So that's not really 
that big of a surprise. But one thing I noticed yesterday um, going through and just sort of looking at what's left on the roster, it is shocking the lack of numbers that Auburn has on the line of scrimmage. And, and the, the first thing people think of is, hey, Auburn needs offensive linemen. And they do because they had so many seniors on the offensive line this year when Keandre Jones going in. But I counted it up, and with Colby Wooden announcing for the NFL draft and then Marquise Robinson entering the portal, along with the other seniors that they lost this year, Auburn has a total a total of six defensive linemen, and that is for four positions, for the edge, defensive wow. end, nose, and defensive tackle. So they need at least six defensive linemen now. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Thank goodness for them, the poor. That's tough to compete if you don't have a defensive well, line. I, but I would think Auburn's got the perfect storm right now. They got uh, a great school down there. They got some money down there, and they got – playing time to offer uh so they should oh, yeah. they should be able to crush the portal shouldn't they bill well they do have opportunity is definitely not a problem no opportunity and and you would think i mean if the nil is in the the shape that everyone says it is yeah they ought to have something that should be pretty appealing i would think but just because just because you've got opportunity doesn't mean that you're going to be able to you know fill it with uh, with stars, I don't know how many super defensive linemen I've seen in the portal so far. And that's the other thing. Um, you don't want to miss out on somebody and not go ahead and offer them early. But since it, this isn't like the regular signing period, these guys can enter the portal and they don't have to sign by any specific time. I would imagine most of them want to sign in time to be in school in January. But um, if, you don't, you don't want to uh, go ahead and, and take a few players and then have somebody better enter the portal down the road and not have room for them. Yeah. Auburn doesn't have that problem right now, though. I counted I, I counted Auburn's got room for about uh, 40 players now on this roster. Wow. Damn. Uh, along with that, I'm a big schedule guy. This, is there any big-time scheduling problems that Auburn's going to have with non-conference schedule? I don't believe so. I mean, they, they, they go to Cal this coming year. So that that's going to be interesting, but uh, I don't think so. Yeah, next year they open up UMass. Mm-hmm. Then they got Cal on the road, then Sanford at home. So he'll start three and zero, and then the Texas A and M on the road, Georgia at home, LSU on the road, Ole Miss at home. Welcome to the yeah, SEC. You, Welcome you, to yeah, the SEC, Hugh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Welcome back. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about. Uh, that Sank, Commissioner Sankey never told anybody in the SEC they couldn't hire Hugh Freeze. They just said there's certain things you got to call and there's certain things they wanted to lay out for you if you did. Uh, you know, these things get out there that aren't true, even the social media things. And this, you know, people. No, no. Social media, it, everything on social media is true, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but then they're about <laughs> that he's not going to have social media. And he said, you know, oh, yeah, man, yeah. why not? Why do these things get out, Bill? That that are that are not true. And he never uh, came out, even when he was at uh, Liberty, and said, "No, that's not true. I can go back to the SEC if I want to." Or did he just stay quiet in these situations? Uh, why is that, Bill? Uh, well, well, part of it is because I mean, the media has changed so much, and there's there's news that isn't necessarily sometimes coming from media, and people want to be first. And, and jump in there and, and have stories. There are things that there there are so many part truths 
and and information that we that we get all the time. I mean, there's no question it was going to be extremely difficult for Hugh Freeze to rejoin the SEC, especially early on. But Greg Sankey is is a very very smart man, and you don't. You don't want to do something that could uh, result in litigation and absolute and just blackball and say no, he can't come back in. But you have to make it you have to make it very difficult. So there's sort of a gray area, and some people could look at that and go, well, he's been blackballed when it wasn't really as black and white as that. But there were uh, quite a few hurdles that would have to have been cleared for him to come back in. And then as far as the social media, most. Prominent people aren't handling all their own social media anyway. I think this is not anything that is uh, that much different than that. And I think that uh, Hugh Freeze has has some folks that are handling it, and I'm sure he can chime in with whatever he wants or ask them to go ahead and post it. But I don't think Hugh right now has the time to be uh, to, to be tweeting an awful lot out, so that'll be left to others, as is the case with with so many other folks. Yeah, y'all doesn't have time to shave when he's on game. They need to shave. Got a little scruffle there, Dad. I well, you know, to... Auburn's got that sort of thing going on. They'll think about it with Bruce and Butch. I mean, you know, it's like uh, yeah, but they, those are you know, grown in. His is like I know. The, it, well, it, it takes a while. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a good look. <laughs> that uh, Auburn basketball is. Uh... I, I I think Auburn basketball is good. I don't think it's as good. Um, I, I I think it's questionable with outside shooting. I don't think the inside people are quite as good as certainly the people they lost. Uh, I mean I'm not knocking them. They got they got a good team, but I, I don't know that it's quite as good as we thought. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm absolutely with you there, Wimp. And I've mentioned that, and a couple of people have jumped on me for saying that. It's like how dare I say that? And it's like well. Uh, we haven't seen anything to to show otherwise to this point. Uh, they're they're I mean they they really get after you defensively, offensively. They've got some problems. They do. I mean we we have not seen Janai Broom be the um, uh, the the dominant kind of player that I think a lot of people thought he would be. Maybe it's because of the ankle injury, but. Uh, he's, he's struggled inside, got some really good looks. He's made a couple of, you know, some really nice moves at times, but, but can't seem to go ahead and finish as well. Johan Treor, because of the success that Auburn has had through the, the last few years with freshmen coming in and being able to immediately step in and get, uh, you know, really big roles, the expectation was, well, Johan Treor is the next one. And right now, he looks like a good, uh, talented freshman, but he doesn't look like you know someone that uh, can could put the team on his back and and just make make some uh, you know make great plays. Maybe that'll come, but but I don't know. It's an awful lot to just expect it to just the switch to just flip on. So no, I agree with you. And right now, Auburn's not a great shooting team. Wendell Green's probably Auburn's best three point shooter, and and he's um, a streaky type shooter who has to be. You know, a facilitator as well. So no, Auburn's Auburn's got some um, some challenges that that Bruce is going to have to face. You know, what are they going to do if they run into a team that can really shoot it, uh, and they're not shooting the ball well? They're they're going to struggle. So I mean, I agree, they're a good team. Maybe they could maybe they could uh, really take a big step. But it, I said yesterday, 
man, how times have changed where, you know, folks are complaining that, uh, you know, uh, Auburn's not in the top ten, and and they're and and here they are eight and zero. But they've got a challenge coming up Saturday against Memphis. Yeah, uh, and that game's in Atlanta, correct? That game in Atlanta? Right. Yeah, uh, I think LSU's over there as well. Um, interesting. Uh, Bill, what are y'all talking about uh, with Portal down there? I've I've brought up uh, yesterday, uh, so maybe you could push this agenda for me. That let. <laughs> You, if you're in college football, you get 20 transfers you can take over a two-year period. If you want to take 18 this year, you ain't got but two the next year. Basketball, four. That way, let's say you, you took half that, you took 10, you at least have to go recruit some high school kids then because you'd have to have them there to fill your roster. We're killing the high school recruiting right now and high school kids' opportunities. Something has to happen to help them. Is that one way to do it, if they could get that passed? Very. I love that. I, that. I had not heard that. That's a great idea. I think there need to be some type, uh, some types of limitations. The, the only problem with that is what do you do with all the other kids that are in the portal? But I, I understand. I agree. It, it, it is making it very difficult for a lot of high school players who used to be able to um, sign early in the SEC um, they're they're just hoping to find an offer somewhere now. So I love that idea. If they could come up with something like that, I think that I think that would be great. If there were some types of limitations, it's crazy with the transfer portal being on top of what is the main recruiting time for high school and junior college players. We're all happening at the same time. And like I said a while ago about the portal, is players have got 45 days to enter. They don't even have to sign during that 45 day period. Whereas for the um, for the signing period itself, it's only three days starting December twenty first. Yeah, but you said it may punish kids in the portal. I'd rather punish them than punish the high school kid. Those kids, I agree. those kids had their opportunity, and sometimes they tuck and run too early. I think I think less people would get in the portal because it's not just open free agency. If you know there's a limitation there, and I think some people. Uh, have a higher opinion of themselves than what they actually are. They don't find that out because they get bad advice. Uh, so maybe it would clean some of that stuff up. All right, Bill, tell everybody about your show where they can find all your great stuff down there. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna use your idea and talk that out today. I, I really it. like that, Barry. Yeah, yeah. It's the drive every day, four to six, ESPN one zero six seven. You can check us online either ESPN AU or Radio Alabama dot net. And yeah, we welcome everybody to call in. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Yep. All right. Uh, Dad, tell me about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes, attorneys in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, who have been very successful throughout the Southeast. They know the law, know the changes in the law. They uh, will be happy to sit down with you. Um, you call them at 345-1234. Sit down with you on the telephone, first of all, and visit with you and find out the problems that you're having or the problems that you feel like that you need to get corrected. And then go by 701 Rice Mountain Road and visit with them in person. And I think you're going to find these people are outstanding. They, you know, when you look for, for attorneys, you look for attorneys who've been successful. And you look for attorneys that are, are good, but they're, also, they're, they're nice, but they're also tough. And I think that's what Prince Glover and Hayes is. So hope, hopefully you don't need an attorney, but if you do, give them a call at 345-1234. While I'm interested, and, and talking about the attorneys, I'm also interested in talking about the Constant Companion Animal Hospital. 
which is at the Narrows on uh, on 280. You want uh, 50% off on your first visit with your cat, your dog, whatever animal you have. It's a really good deal. Dr. Foster's terrific. You can call them at 635-0313. Tell them you heard it on our show, and they'll have you right in there and do a good job for you. 635-0313. This is Ty 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide Sports Update. Nine Alabama players were named to the 2022 coaches All-SEC teams. Nick Saban spoke on players potentially opting out of the Sugar Bowl. Will Anderson has added more hardware to his trophy case. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a major crash 2059 eastbound near the Mercedes exit number 89. Traffic backed up for miles on the interstate. You might want to get off at exit 79 and head over to US 11. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Now is the time to take advantage of Christmas savings at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Has the pandemic affected your business? Even with more and more customers going online in the past five years, online business has grown greatly due to the pandemic. Now more than ever, it's important to have... Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build. Just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Warm December weather continues for the rest of the week. A mixture of clouds and sunshine today. A small chance of a shower, the high 75. Tonight fair with the low at 59. And tomorrow, partially sunny, the high in the upper 70s at 79 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 69 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. John, I don't know if you guys have, I know you live down in that area. Uh... The historic district there in, in Northport. It's a cool little area, kind of like Mayberry uh, to me. Uh, clean places to eat, places to shop. Got the hardware store. You got Billy's. You got City Cafe. We also got First and Main condos, and that'd be a cool place to live. Live down there. You just come out and walk down and have breakfast. Uh, go to the hardware store if you need to. You're a stone's throw away from downtown Tuscaloosa, University of Alabama. Uh, Main Street and condos got. Three bedrooms, three and a half baths. Uh, washer and dryer is already in there, so you don't have to worry about getting that in. Stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, electric energy efficient, internet and direct TV are provided for free. I just told you I've got uh, direct TV and internet at my house. It cost me well over 200 and something dollars there, so there's a great savings. 10-foot ceilings, large patios, 
with upper level river, easy access to the river walk, gated with security cameras. As I said, located right there in the historic district of Norport. Give them a call today to go give a tour. 205-657-7465. You can go to the website, learn more about it. First in Maine Condos.com. All right. Um, this time of year, uh, Dad is a big recruiting. I know Coach is going to people's homes. I uh, saw he was over at uh, Wilkin Formby's home, actually a local kid here from Northridge, and they're trying to hold on to what they got. Uh, and so it's important to go make sure when you got these commitments that nothing happens flip-wise. I'm sure they hear stuff about stuff, uh, about people offering kids this, that, and the other. So they got to do a good job on the ones they've already got committed, but then they also got to figure out what they want to add to it. Uh, so it's a busy time for these coaches. Then eventually they'll start getting preparation for the bowls. I know they're not practicing right now, but uh, it's a very busy time for this coaching staff. Yeah, very important time too. I mean, it's it's a situation where you want to be darn sure that you keep the guys that you think you've got got in your fold. And um, that, that's important. Uh, at the same time, you got to go back home and be sure that you don't have to re-recruit the people that you already have. You're they're there with your staff, uh, offensive and whole staff, uh, everybody that's there. Your analyst as well to count your numbers and see where your numbers stand, what you need to do with your numbers, and where you need to what you need to do with your positions. As Bill said, they need offensive linemen real bad at, at Auburn. So it's a complicated, it's complicated, but it's something you've got to sit down with and thoroughly look at it and be darn sure you keep what you've got that you like. If the ones that want to go, let them go. And, uh, and then, unless you want to just try to try to re-recruit them and then be darn sure that, that these people that, uh, that you are in fixing the sign, um, uh, stay with you. Yeah. Um, how much is this? I think. For Alabama, and I heard, I think Gary said, I don't necessarily disagree with him, but he says it's very important uh, to win this bowl. Is it? I I don't know if it is. I think it's important to get guys' experience. Uh, I would not want Bryce to play just because I'd want to play these other guys. I know Bryce most likely is not coming back, so for him to play in the bowl is not really helping my program. I'd like to see some of these young running backs, some of these guys, these receivers. Uh, Kansas State will probably have a roster that looks more like the one they played with in the championship game than Alabama. Is this an important bowl, whether you win or lose, or is it more important to get these guys some time to see what you got? Oh, that's a hard question there. I think it's important. I think it's important somewhat for your recruiting that, that you win. Um but also, I, I do think that if you if you're not playing the Bryce's and the people like that, that you that you that you talk about that, that you at, at your press conferences you say we're looking people we got you know we're we're giving these guys an opportunity to to really come in and play. I think you talk about what you're trying to do so that your your fan, your mothers and daddies and your fan your fans your your prospects will understand. You know, well, you know, if they get beat twenty seven to twenty. Um, so be it. But I, I think it's a, kind of a combination of both a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, you're going to get all these media people talking about that Coach Saban couldn't get his team ready to play. Come on, it's not going to be his team. I mean, it's not the 
and and that couldn't be further from the truth. But I think the experience there uh, will be big for these guys. All right, we'll take this break and wrap up the show. <clears throat> Wayne's Pest Control serves over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. 866-WAYNES-1. Listen, Ty, 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama Sports, and it's brought to you by Koneka Sausage, a true southern flavor since 1947, and the official smoked sausage of the Crimson Tide. Visit online at ConecuhSausage.com. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama men's basketball head coach Nate Oates joined us on Monday's Hey Coach, presented by Alpha Insurance, giving thoughts on the SEC Freshman of the Week, Noah Clowning. Yeah, I mean, he does all the little stuff. He rebounds it really well. You know, he's one of those guys, Pee Wee was talking about tipping the ball back out. He does a great job getting his hands on balls. That's charging, you know, taking charges is a huge deal. But, he, you know, he's got some length where, you know, we switch him a lot and he gets deflections, you know, on guards. I think, he, you know, he's really good for us defensively. So I could see him, you know, he's not quite a Herb Jones yet on defense. He probably can't guard guards quite like Herb did, but he's got that length and athleticism, reaction time. He's got quickness off the ground. And he's willing to put his nose in there and make some tough plays like Herb was. I'll have more in a moment. Kaneka Sausage is an Alabama tradition and a fan favorite. Made fresh in evergreen Alabama since 1947, Kaneka Sausage is the best-tasting hickory smoked sausage you'll ever put in your mouth. Always great for breakfast, Kaneka Sausage is now a tailgate grilling favorite. Pick up some today where you buy groceries. Kaneka Sausage, the official smoked sausage of the Crimson Tide. Here's more from Coach Oates. We've got right after Houston, we've got Memphis. We needed all the students to plan on coming out to the Memphis game, especially the local ones, because finals week this week, a lot of the out-of-state kids will probably leave. So we need to try to get as many as we can there for the Memphis game. You know, we got Houston, Memphis, then Gonzaga up in Birmingham. So we got a tough three-game stretch here coming up. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Kaneka Sausage. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a major crash, 2059 eastbound near the Mercedes exit, number 89. Traffic backed up for miles on the interstate. You might want to get off at exit 79 and head over to US 11. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Now's the time to take advantage of Christmas savings at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Tuscaloosa Locksmith sells key remotes, remote fobs, smart keys, car remotes, and black rifle coffee. They also do laser engraving. Tuscaloosa Locksmith, just off 15th Street behind the fire. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker. That'll do it for today's show. We want to thank Alabama One for being a great sponsor on inside the locker room you're looking to purchase that vehicle your dreams you'll get the loan out at alabama one rates as low as 2.99 percent in terms available to 84 months get pre-approved before you go shop they also have pre-first love auto buying assistance with the alabama one auto mall so for all your 
auto needs, uh, you want to get your loan there at Alabama One, go to www.alabamaone.org. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You're listening to Tide 100.9. Is he home? Of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody. But there was a time back in my prime when I could really lay it down. And if you need some love tonight, then I might have just enough. I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Still hang out with my best friend Dave I've known him since we were kids at school Last night he had a few shots Got in a tight spot Hustling a game of pool Thank you for listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.